Hey all you 5GFA fans, uh, let's get things going this month. It is Blue September officially. It's a good cause we've all been working towards and we're all pretty proud to uh, you know, have this month to really dive into it, uh, get the word out there and uh, you know, create awareness. Great positivity. Four movies, summer-centric, as we're here at the start of summer. Spring's behind us, fall is a ways away. We're getting ready and heating up with Point Break, followed by episode two, which will be Into the Blue, episode three, Blue Crush, and finally, episode four, Deep Blue Sea. All of this to raise awareness for Blue September. Please, please understand this is urgent, this needs change, and we are here to make it happen. Thank you, listeners, and we're excited to go on this journey with you. Tell your friends, your family, uh, it's going to be Blue September all month long. Uh, get excited. Uh, just get, get, get ready, because it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a good month for a good cause that we're all excited about. Uh, we're all excited to get going on. And uh, really get some positive word of mouth out there about this month because it is an important cause that, uh, you know, we're pretty focused on. It's near and dear to our hearts. And as much as Aaron and Kyle have communicated this, I don't think they've communicated enough just how excited we are for this cause and how near and dear this cause is to our hearts. That's about it. I don't know. Send us your blue suggestions for the coming years. But, um... Yeah, we can't wait to go on this journey with you guys. It's, it's going to be an gonna exciting be, month. It's going to be fun. It's, it's really going to be, be, gonna be very month. exciting. And, and the awareness that we're going to raise uh, with this month of podcasting is going to be astronomical. We're projecting numbers in the hundreds of thousands. I'm going to go through a list of blue movies, and you say yes or no if that's one we're going to do. Okay, to I like this game. Let's start with Blue Crush. Yes. yes. Blue Chips. No. Blue Streak. No. Varsity Blues. No. Blue Valentine. No. Into the Blue. Patrick Swayze stars as a philosophizing martial arts expert slash free spirit badass. And Keanu Reeves stars as a law enforcement agent with a lovably flawed partner. I bet you're thinking, wait, you guys already did Roadhouse, and you definitely already did Speed. Well, to that I'd say, back off, war child, seriously. The tide of these stallions' bromance ebbs and flows at the expense of Gary Busey and Lori Petty in this 1991 piece of film perfection. Guys, let's talk about Point Break. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed a helicopter with a car. I'm sorry, boys. Alright, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging, son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust fast? Lick a license. A lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. 
This week, we're talking about a perfect movie. That's right, a perfect movie. That's right, uh, we're doing Armageddon again. We felt like we let you down last week, and we're here to talk about <laughs> space Kyle's watched thrillers. a little bit more of the movie this week. I've seen half. <laughs> you watched a couple more scenes. But still, Steve Buscemi's glasses. Right. Uh, but no, this week we're talking about uh, the 1991 action classic, oh, Point Break. Such a classic. Um, Another 90s movie, huh? Okay. <laughs> Action also, huh? Right. Wow. Are there cops in this one? We're really stretching ourselves this week. <laughs> it's not really in our wheelhouse, but uh, okay. Um, but yes, so this is, uh, I'm going to start first impressions. This was uh, one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. I saw it at the age of 12, 13 maybe. And uh, ever since I saw it, I was just obsessed with it. It had violence. It had surfing. It had uh, Patrick Swayze. It had boobies. Gary, Anthony Kiedis. Gary Busey. Jake Busey's dad in it. <laughs> Jake Busey of Shasta uh, McNasty? Exactly. Whoa. But no, uh, it's it's been one of my favorite movies of all time ever since I was 12. And every time I watch it, without fail, it holds up. It's incredible. And uh, I was really excited to do this one. Uh, Pollard, first impression? I've always loved this movie. Really enjoyed watching it again this week. It was always one of those movies that was on cable. And um, I think it was really creative what they were able to do with the surfer group and the bank robbers, and merging those two things together. Um, it's very unique, and it made for a really interesting dynamic in the film. Um, I also really loved how closely the protagonists and antagonists get to interact with each other. So Keanu Reeves is in the same room, or on the same plane, or in the same car as his enemy while they're conversing yeah. throughout a lot of it. After it's been revealed, like these are enemies, mm -hmm. it's not just gunfire between them. So there's a lot that develops in those it's two characters. It's not so much conversing as uh, Bodhi's spitting mantras and <laughs> yeah. badass quotes. Right. And yeah. Keanu reacts with like a one or two word response. Right. <laughs> it's a really great dynamic. And I think Keanu Reeves was built for this role. Like for him to be an <laughs> undercover cop who has to pose as a surfer. Former quarterback. Right. <laughs> yeah. Former quarterback. Undercover cop who has to pose as a surfer is just like right up his alley. Like yeah. he doesn't have to act. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we were talking about before is like before this, he just played like airhead roles where it's just like you're going to be like Ted from Bill and Ted's where just every word is just like, dude. Yeah. And now we want you to play a serious role where you're a cop pretending to be like a surfer dude that just goes, dude. That's a good um, point. Yeah, no, it's, it's weird. Uh, I saw this movie when I was a kid, like probably nine or ten, and I, I loved it. I loved it. Like very similar to Speed, I don't remember a world in which Point Break didn't exist. And all the things I remember from it as a kid, like it being this really cool surfer movie with just like these really great scenes and all this great action and the sky, like we didn't even talk about the skydiving part. Like that's insane. So it just, it had a lot of great action. As a kid, I didn't really understand what was going on in the middle of the movie, but the beginning and the end of the movie were amazing. And I've seen those parts like a thousand times. So I, I can't remember how old it was when I saw this for the first time, but I remember just loving it. But it was a lot of the little small things that stuck out to me when I was younger, like the names and everything. I, I mean, the ex-presidents for a group of guys that are robbing a bank like that. It's just so great. Like, love Amazing. the name of their crew. Uh, just the names of all the characters. Johnny Utah, Bodie, Angelo Pappas, Tyler for the main girl in the movie. Like, I, I yeah, love... Yeah, that was progressive at the time. It, it really was. Yeah. I, I love all the names. <laughs> yeah, and, like a girl Tyler in 1964. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and I mean, looking back on it, I still watch it, you know, once or twice a year and it's just held up really well. It's timeless. And aside from like adding in cell phones or something along those lines, like you could remake this, I mean, again, and they did and they did. (laughs) Yeah. It's called Fast and Furious 2001. (laughs) They changed surfing to cars. Same thing. But they also (laughs) did a remake of this in like 2015, I want to say. Yeah, but no one's really bad. That, so. no. <laughs> Kyle put on like five minutes of it and decided like this is terrible. Yeah. yeah. So so watching this movie, I'm always just like I, I love like the thrill of the bank robberies and then the surfing scenes and the just like, you know, they're chasing each other and just I feel like when you're watching it, just as, you know, John McKinley says to Angela Pappas, you just feel young, dumb, and full of cum. Absolutely. And you're just out there trying along for the ride, you know? That was you. Watching the movie. I think it's all of us watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, I love this movie. It's uh, one of my favorite movies. I love so many of the scenes. I love the whole surfing uh, Southern California kind of vibe to it. I love the bank robbery scenes. I love the raid scene, the chase scene, uh, skydiving. It's there's got there's so many. All of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nonstop thrill ride. It's a it's a beautiful movie. I watch it, you know, a couple times a year probably, and it's two hours. It's never slow. Um, there's nothing I really have a problem with in the movie. Uh, I love it. And Bodie's one of the coolest characters of all time. I challenge you to find a cooler movie character than Bodie. Okay. Uh, he kills it. Challenge accepted. Busey kills it. Keanu kills it. Uh, it's great. I love it. I really enjoyed watching it this week because unlike you guys, it had been years since I had seen it. And so I had known the movie really well for a long time. But watching it again this week was... Um, a lot like seeing it fresh for me. So yeah, it was really cool. Like you said, like a lot of the scenes in the middle of the movie, I didn't remember very well. Um, so really entertaining. This this watch, I realized like how how great it was that they didn't just go for like an adrenaline fueled movie. Like there's a lot of scenes that are you know just talks about how like adrenaline junkies the, these characters are. But it's done, like, the just the directing and the way it's filmed is done with, like, a very delicate touch, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, the opening credits, the title sequence and everything could be set to some crazy, you know, new rock kind of, new metal kind of music. But they used, like, this really ethereal music that kind of, like, you feel like you're in the ocean. And they take Bodhi's whole spirituality um, philosophy seriously in the movie. And I feel like that could have just been played for laughs, but they like they take it seriously in the movie and they go all in on it. Yeah, and it I makes love it elevated. It. It's a really cool uh, motivation for him and his crew. Yeah. And they are cool guys. Like they are people you'd want to hang out with. So, it's a different type of villain. Yeah, it's there's a-, a way to make this where Bodhi's like a crazy loose cannon yeah. for a guy that or like he talks about yeah he like, talks about his philosophy and everybody's like okay that's yeah. like crazy Bodhi over but there but you're right they do a good job of celebrating it and yeah. putting him on somewhat of a pedestal where it's like oh this guy's like onto something that we're all not onto yeah like totally. he's like wired differently and he's got a, a better outlook than we all do and these guys do to a certain extent even though they're bank robbers they kind of celebrate the idea of having the what they call the endless, not the endless summer, but the never-ending summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they kind of embrace that philosophy and celebrate it rather than make it a, you know, negative and make fun of it. Yeah, like, I don't want to rob banks, but I do want to have an endless summer and, like, travel mm-hmm. the world yeah. in order to find the best waves. And it's just, like, brings you to a place <laughs> where, like, what if I made different decisions in my life and, like, didn't try to get a good corporate job and instead just, 
like yeah. followed the waves. If I hadn't have bought that Sparrowtech stock, right. like maybe <laughs> I could be out yeah. there right now. Uh, right when we first start in the movie, we see first we see the Bodie surfing scene, um, little clip before the title. Then we see Keanu Reeves doing his FBI shooting drill. He's a great shot. Great shot. Is, they, yeah. The guy gives him a thumbs up. Says like, "Great job, Utah." Yeah. They something. say later on yeah. he's in like the top two percent of. So the they established right there that yeah. he's an expert marksman, which comes into play later in the movie. Yeah. Even though you're not really, you know, aware of it at the moment. Yeah. And uh, so that's a, a great start to the movie. They they spend five minutes at the shooting range and in the office with John C. McGinley. Mm-hmm. And in those five minutes, you learn so much about his character. Right. It's incredible. You yeah. learn he's a great marksman. You learn like he was an ex-football player. He doesn't like chicken skins. Yeah. Yeah. John C. <laughs> McGinley is like a maniac. Um, but they really just establish this like he's green, but he's like incredible, like on the metrics. And uh, they also, you know, bring in Angelo Pappas and like- Oh, that's a great oh, scene. So good. Love old Angela Pappas. Old man cop that has to prove yeah. himself. Yeah, and also like like what is going on in that <laughs> right. scene? Yeah. Like they're like, all right, guys, you're gonna be really good FBI agents by going blindfolded into this pool to pick up bricks. Yeah, like, Angelo re- Angelo states his uh, his stats in his career, and he's like, I fired my weapon 19 times in the field. Yeah. yeah. Like, why do I have to do this swim Yeah, test? great way to just <laughs> yeah. get the exposition out and of the way. He does the uh, Nick Cage, uh, Wicker Man side jump into the pool. He does the side cartwheel <laughs> yeah. into the water. To With establish. Gary Busey yell. <clears throat> yeah, it just, just like establishes a, oh. he's like an old loony, like, you know, vet cop that's like a little off. Keanu Reeves comes in, and he's obviously like the new guy, but they don't play it like he's the new guy, because mm-hmm. when they first want to take the case, he's the one who jumps at the opportunity opportunity and says we'll take it so he's kind of like a hot shot but he's uh he's a trustworthy hot yeah. shot if he's that like makes a hot sense. shot that's ready for a pop quiz oh <laughs> well that's one thing that's good is they don't have their uh, meeting and start of their relationship be like a weird you're the young guy i'm the old guy like they kind of click relatively early right well they have important yeah. to the plot yeah keanu they, reeves has that scene where he's like He's so impassioned and trying to mm-hmm. get Gary Busey to get fired Tell up him. about yeah. this case. Yeah. Are you mad? Yeah. Listen, you snot those little shit. I was taking shrapnel and caisson while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it on your face. You mad? Yeah, I'm mad. Good and mad. Yeah. What do you want to do about it? It feels good, doesn't it? Like you're still alive, right? Yeah. Well, since you're still alive and you're not in the box just yet, why don't you tell me this theory of yours and we'll go get these guys? But when he breaks it down of why he thinks they're surfers with the surveillance cam and the tan lines. And the wax. On, yeah, and the wax yeah, and yeah. the sand. And it's like Keanu's in. And like Gary Busey from Jump Street is like, let me share this once he's like challenged on it. And there isn't that like, I'm not going to take you seriously. Right. Gary Busey's open to a collaboration. He's just been laughed at by everyone else. Yeah. But he's apprehensive to share his. And it, I just love that. Like right. in the first 15 minutes, minutes they're on the same page you know exactly what's happening you know their characters like this script is so tight like yeah. i swear it's their, so their trust tight. <laughs> their trust is established within like yeah. t- five to ten minutes of screen time yeah because like johnny utah is the fresh guy so he's like i i don't think you're crazy like tell me any theory yeah. you have that'll help us get these guys they find out they have hairs from another crime scene and they're able to like track the minerals that are in the hairs, yeah. And that will somehow correlate with different beaches, and yeah. so then they can like locate the group of surfers that travels to those beaches. Right. And so they like stealthily like get a couple hair samples, and they're up late at the 
the cop station, like it's a lot of science. Jack All I'm hearing is good police work. Yeah, I don't see what the problem is. I think he's such a good cop. <laughs> the science is the problem. Well, hold on, because he's because he's thinking outside the box. They clearly, you know, a scene where they're like, "Hey, we don't know who these people are. Does anyone have any right. ideas?" He's, he's like, like, "They're the surfers." Well, it yeah. sounds like he's the only one that has an idea. And he it's says, true. Boom, we found the wax at the scene. Top search. Like is the the surf stuff the surfboard surfboard wax aka yeah. sex wax. Right. Boom. Oh, you into some Two, kinky stuff, Angelo? It. I think the best thing is the dates. The summer they mm-hmm. they go during yeah. the summer and right. then they leave town. I feel like Angelo they vanish like a virgin on prom night, man. <laughs> hey, that's right. I feel like Angelo probably has the same theory for every case that he comes across, and it just happens to be correct for this one. Because it's like it's so far. He just I has think, a grudge against surfers. He hates. You're them. selling him short, man. Yeah, you're hating on Pat. Nineteen man. confirmed kills, maybe. <laughs> he's experienced. No, so he's seen shit. But again, he was he, a nom, yeah. brother. But it just like he he maybe it's just because it's Gary Busey, but he puts on that like crazy vibe very well. With, like, yeah. with, you know Without what I mean. Also, doesn't have to act. No, yeah, I, no. I'm saying he's great. He's a great. He's a great uh, police officer, or FBI agent, whatever these guys are supposed to be. Solve but the case. I just the fact that he sees this evidence and puts together that these are surfers is just so insane. Like, I like love when fact. he goes, "Look at the tan lines." Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's like the blurriest <laughs> cam footage ever with no gradients at all. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. stuff like that. But it's like. But as soon as you, but that's you how get good to that he point, is. He but, sees it. Yeah. But as soon as you get to that point where it's like they're surfers and Keanu Reeves needs to infiltrate these surfer groups, it's just like I'm in. It's so yeah. fun at yeah. that point. When we meet the bank robbers, that's an interesting scene because we see that they're one. They're very professional. They're efficient. Uh, they're not. They're not going to kill anyone. That's part of their. Yeah. Part of their, you know, protocol. Uh, they're in ninety seconds and out. Don't, don't touch the vault. vault. Yeah. Yeah. So they're very structured, disciplined. But they also have a sense of humor during the whole scene. Yeah. They're doing the, the Nixon voice, um, to remember to vote. Like, they do a lot of funny lines mm-hmm. during that. Say, that's... we've been screwing you for years. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Says, your money's not insured. It's not worth dying. I'm not your a crook. insured. It's not worth dying. Hello, hello, hello. Right. We are the ex-presidents. Yeah. Like, his voice is, like, cockney for some <laughs> reason in that part. And, <laughs> like, none of the rest of the movie yeah. it is. Yeah. I love that. And then, shortly after we've established that Keanu is looking for these people with Gary Busey, and we know there's people robbing banks, we're introduced to Lori Petty's character. Yes. Um, Woo! Woo! Holy God. She saves him in the water because he's floundering around like an idiot. Well, yeah. I, I love that they explain because Keanu makes good points. Like, can't I just, like, wear the clothes and walk around with a surfboard? Like, why do I have to actually surf? And then Gary Busey is like, you know, look at these guys. They're territorial, which comes back to, like, their own the, language. They're a yeah, tight-knit yeah. group, and that's why the, like, the hair, you know, the science is off. Mm-hmm. off but mm-hmm. no, nah, man, there are certain beaches that have certain acidity in the water because mm-hmm. of, like, you know, chemicals and all that stuff. Salt. After Lori There Petty's is salt in the water. That's, that science I can water. get behind. The sodium chloride. <laughs> Lori Petty saves him, and he spies on her through his binoculars as she's changing. Yeah. It's a little creepy. Yeah. But a, he's getting a, the license plate number. I love that scene. The because towel change? Well, how erotic it is. No, it but, is, like, it is quite she sells so well the hard beach chick. Like, For you sure. believe that she is, like, surfing. This is her life. This is, And so watching that scene, all I could think about, she, like, quickly puts on jeans, hops in the car, has like a skin tight t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's just like 
that is so uncomfortable. You know she loves the beach. <laughs> yeah, like, right. It sells that like when you get in your car and there's just sand in your butt and you're like, well, that was a day at the beach. But like I just instantly took me there and yeah. like was like, you do this. Like you are about the beach life. For sure. Like, I thought she was great. He finds out her parents died in a car accident in San Diego. And he, he was like, yes. He's like, jackpot. <laughs> I can yeah. use this. They died in a plane <laughs> crash. Plane that's crash. That's the it. second yeah. worst thing Utah does. His parents movie. died Definitely. in a car yeah, crash. Yeah, he pretends his parents died. Yeah. yeah, so he uses that to try and uh, emotionally get to her to convince her to teach him how to surf. And it works. And it works, it man. Works. That it- but he also has this like great like speech. My whole life I've done things for other people. In high school I played football because my old man expected me to. Uh-huh. And my parents always figured I'd go to law school. So I did. Football scholarship, five bit of Kappa. Is this going to take a really long time? Wait. So I'm a big hero to my folks, right? Mm-hmm. But two years ago, they were killed in a car wreck. You can't imagine it. Your whole life changes. And I suddenly realized that all my goals had been their goals. And I hadn't been living my own life. So I wanted something for myself. Did you get yeah. the feeling like that probably is... His yeah, life, yeah. His parents, he just yeah. kind of done. You got to use what you know, right? You can't right. just like fabricate a lie. Yeah, no one will life. believe it. Yeah. Besides the parents dying part. Right. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. So she teaches him how to surf, which he learns crazily quickly. I just kept thinking of uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> you got to do more than that. <laughs> do less, do less. She's no, like, dude, pop up. <laughs> it's okay. You'll figure it out out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, she also tells him, you got to be quicker than that or you'll be fish food. I was like, I love that line. <laughs> Lori Petty on it. But yeah, yeah that's learns. when we meet Bodhi. Yes. Bodhi uh, comes up and like during their surfing lessons, right? We find yeah. out that he and Tyler used to be an item. He just manhandles her. He just yeah. goes yeah, straight yeah, for yeah, the yeah. kiss and like right. swoops her up off her feet. And, and Johnny Utah's cool with it. He's again, playing along. Coolest character ever. <laughs> and uh, he throws the football. Utah catches it. And yep. like, whoa. <laughs> you can play football and that gets into a beautiful night football scene love it love, with all the car headlights yeah the car headlights the like they've done this before this, yeah it's, this it's, might, <laughs> might be the best pickup football game in any movie ever so it's Utah clearly didn't definitely tell yeah. them who he is because it's because he used to be what uh, quarterback at Ohio he played in the Ohio State oh Ohio he State. didn't play for Utah although when he meets <laughs> Lori Petty he makes sure he says, and I used to play I'm Johnny Utah. And she goes, who cares? <laughs> I think the name Johnny Utah is sw- is great. Like, he's for sure a first-round draft pick at that name. He oh, would have sure. been if he didn't blow out his knee. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Two Several years times, probably. Mrs. Yeah. Window. Oof. That knee. That's just, just anything with a knee is so painful to watch. So then they're playing the football, and then well, we find out that, you know, he's good, obviously, because he crushes at the football game. And how did he, they make him be quarterback? That's what I wanted. Like, they, he didn't mention he played quarterback. So they must have been seeing, like, wow, this guy's got a cannon. Like, <laughs> like no, sure, one, no way the new guy gets to be quarterback. Well, you he know? probably took charge. He was probably like, hey, like, all right, we're playing. Like, do you guys need a quarterback? It was like, uh, yeah, yeah sure, I can Or do the, it. they seem pretty friendly and pretty inclusive. They probably, like, took turns. They're I like, love, all right, new guy's turn. I love the play. Like, I know, you know, they don't really show him, like, throwing a ball really 40 yards. Like, they, you know, split screens like it could be someone else. But I love the one play where he, like, does the fake handoff? Yeah, holds it yeah, in his yeah, opposite yeah. Hand. Like, oh, It's like, like under so, his shirt. Yeah, yeah, so smooth. And then Bodhi like bites on it's it. It's like and the hidden ball trick from. Uh, like, Ow! 
It's like the hidden ball trick from Rookie yeah. of the Year. And it's the first time you see how cool Bodie is because he's a little bit worse at football than this like stud college quarterback. But it's also cool like going to what Kyle talked about about Tyler, how like Lori Petty's there. She's playing yeah. with the boys and she's loving it. Yeah. You know? She like, gets loose she on hang. a deep ball for a TD that is just electric. Yeah, yeah but right. you know, like she's hanging with the boys. She can route. totally be included. <laughs> she also has a play where she uh like her team scores a touchdown and she tries to go celebrate with them and the guys do like a pretty hard like shoulder to shoulder celebration. She gets like knocked around like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm celebrating too, guys. Yeah. Speaking of getting knocked around, it comes to a head when uh Bodie's trucking down for a touchdown. Johnny Utah plows through, I counted, at least five guys. Just <laughs> full truck. Yeah. Boom, boom. Just throwing yeah, He was them. not flicking around. No, I, I don't know how he <laughs> ran through that many guys and still caught up to Bodie. Yeah. Totally. And then when he gets up, this is another just power Swayze move. When he gets out of being tackled in the water and he's just like soaked and just like alpha, just the adrenaline. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and he's like, don't you know who this is? Like, Bodie knew the whole goddamn right. time yeah, yeah. that he was the Ohio State quarterback. Didn't this is John Utah. Yeah. And it's just like, he's so all, fucking What is it? Cool. Like, all conference? He knows everyone. Yeah, or other. yeah the fact that he knew it yeah. didn't say like, whoa, you're Johnny Utah. Like, you're, <laughs> yeah. I remember him. Like, He's holding yeah. on to yeah. that nugget. Yeah. Exactly. He's, just he's going, waiting until he's going to be like, He's going right, mano y mano with yeah. him, just like, I got this. Which is also, later in the movie, he knows that he's mm-hmm. an Exactly. Knowing without saying. Yep. Yep. Wow. It's all in this scene. It's layered. So I think after that is that's when we meet War Child. Yes. Um, when, when Keanu Reeves is going surfing the, again. They find the one beach yeah. where the sample comes back Exactly, from. exactly. So Keanu Reeves is going surfing messes up war child's you know i don't know what they call it in surfing he uh, drops in on him that's yeah, what it's called that's so sure but also before that when they're finding out which beach it is they found out oh it's at do you remember the name of the beach it's at this beach then counters oh, excellent point break yeah yeah Learned to surf so quickly. Yeah. It's, like, it's improbable. His boss asks at one point, how's it going? Caught my first barrel the other day. Yeah, <laughs> after he's like first scalding them. The other yeah. day. Um, but yeah, so he gets in a fight with War Child as one of the like local surfers, and Keanu's still learning, and they're out there on the waves, and protocol and surfing is like w- the first person that like starts a wave, that's like their wave. You know, like get in their way. He got Ke- on my waterline. And Keanu kind of <laughs> totally tra- jumped in on it. Gets up, so it's called dropping in. He's like, it's like get, get out of here, like rookie or whatever. And and he punches him in the face, which is like, you know, pretty intense. But to be then he pulls out a knife and you think, oh shit, is he gonna stab Keanu? But then it's he like, just Jesus. He yeah. cuts the leash on his board and pushes his board to the shore. So like yeah. Keanu stays out of his way. Which is like a pretty like I would say like reasonable thing to do. I think that <laughs> No, Honestly, I, no, I've seen it? surfing dude, culture oh, and like dude, it's bad. if you're a newbie and you just get get out there and you get in front of somebody while they're surfing and you like ruin their yeah, way for them. Yeah. It's not acceptable. Is Especially it that, is it that intense where it's oh, just yeah. like you need to punch this guy in the face now and then go like afterwards find him and kick the well, shit I mean, out of him. No, I would thought, say I thought that few. was excessive. It was like you cut his leash. You fucked him up a little bit in the yeah. water. And then Why you get four go more and guys? Like, ambush him after? Yeah. I mean, it, the ambush after was excessive. But, but we, we learned that these guys aren't surfers. They're sure, drug sure. runners yeah. and that happen gun to surf. smugglers right. They're not that your also surf. surf. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't just like get in his way. Like he he like hit him and made him like fall and like get off his board. Could so have been all part of his plan if though. If you were yeah. like riding down the street on a skateboard, that's like if I like just came in on my bike and we rammed into each other. So it wasn't like I just got in your way and you had to swerve out of the way. Like, you yeah, were, like, but 
but I, I mean, you maybe know? it's just me, but I wouldn't punch you in the face, Joel, if you did that. I'm just saying. The interaction's useful because uh, Angelo Pappas tells him, you know, look for the group within the group. Yeah. Because it's going to be a tight-knit group. Yeah, you'll know, know him when so you see him. So the fact that, that one guy has the interaction with Utah in the water, and then the whole group goes to jump him in the in the Including, <laughs> yeah, Red Hot um, Chili Peppers singer Anthony Kiedis. Yep. I'm pretty sure that was Flea. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's important because he kind of has his his targets at that moment. Right, right. He's looking, he found the group within the group. These guys, these guys are down for violence. Right, exactly, quickly, exactly. So they easily become the, the target of the... Right, it's revealed later yeah. it's the wrong target, but um, any undercover cop at first exposure to that group totally. would say, this is the group that we're looking for. And then for. later finding out that they have like a cache of <clears throat> yeah, guns. Yeah, they weren't wrong. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Guys. They look yeah. like bank Just robbers. weren't the bank robbers uh, they were looking for. So yeah. Bodhi, <laughs> yeah. Bodhi interjects and helps out. Bodhi just there somehow. Yeah. He's know? everywhere. He's, Bodhi, yeah, he just appears. Bodhi was surfing in a different part of the beach, comes over He's, and... says, back off, War Child, seriously. But Classic. also, going back to how great this script is, that's why they thought it was them. He searched at the same beach. That hair sample, like, yeah, you right. know, it they cross right. paths. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. it's such a smart script. It's yeah. great. He just happens to be yeah. there. Yeah, it's true. He says, back off, Warchild, seriously. And Warchild backs off immediately. And that's the first time you find out what his name is, too, <laughs> right. is when Bodhi says it. And it's just like, yeah. holy shit. All right. Mm. We get, but we get some great names throughout but the movie. That crew They're amazing. respects Bodhi so much. They're like, all right, right. we'll back off. Like, yeah. <laughs> Again, like you said, he's one of the coolest characters in any movie. The. Like, yeah. Coolest. All right. Sorry. He's the cute. The I wish coolest. I had more time to prepare. I could think of a cooler one. No, you can't. Well, no. I was going right. to say, what about Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse? Nope. 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 The Dalton uh, martial arts like gives him an edge, but in terms of weighing the moral compass between the Ooh. two, I feel like Bodie's edges out Dalton's. Dalton's right, has right. a great like be nice until you don't have to be nice, which obviously right. we've discovered. Like I love that. But the spiritual aspect to Bodhi's inspiration right. and his motivation for Not what he's doing is like doing what you love. Like you just want to sit on a beach where there happens to be a fire and listen to Bodhi talk about life. Very and true. Just like go on Very and true. on. So right. So Bodhi and and Johnny Utah take down this group of guys, and meanwhile Angelo Pappas is across the street thinking he has to get involved. So he's running across the street to help out Johnny Utah. And it's so great when he he confronts them and he doesn't want to give off give up uh, Johnny Utah's cover. Sure. So he's just like, did you see anybody uh, walking through here with a stereo? Some kids like <laughs> stole my car stereo. And I just thought that's like such quick thinking. The guy's yeah. an improv yeah. machine. Yeah. He's great. No, there's like a lot of scenes where it just shows how badass Angelo Pappas is. Oh, for Like sure. I did give him a lot of shit because like I don't know what kind of science he's doing. But but there's Accurate like a couple. Science, it turns out. All right, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But like, there's a couple scenes where it's just like this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. He can he can. And do then it Keanu all. in uh, cop speak is like, didn't see that kid, but there's a couple guys back there you might want to check out. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Just like fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, again, it's like what Aaron was talking about, where it's like you know who this other person yeah. is, and you kind of have to talk in this code. Yeah. There's a lot of like multiple identities that people mm-hmm. are kind of dealing with in the Angelo Pappas at every turn is just like I've been in the force since you were popping pimples in the seventh <laughs> yeah, grade yeah. I'm not convinced he has great techniques no he's good he's I, good no he's like on a crazy hunch that surfers no. are involved okay, with so bank let's, robbers let's fast forward why is it such a crazy hunch he solved the case because never in the history of crime has like a group of surfers been that's bank why, robbers it only takes one time <laughs> yeah one time <laughs> Roger no. chicken dad but <laughs> Let's go ahead and fast forward a little bit to when they have the FBI raid 
on War Child's house where they think that's happening because yes. Angelo Pappas is the one at the door trying to get in, talking right. about like, oh, my dog, you know, have you seen my dog? Let me just come in really quick. Right. And there's a scene where one of the guys grabs a girl to take her hostage and he just shoots the guy right in the head. Right. Like he has, he's an excellent marksman. He didn't hesitate for a second. He was just like, I got the shot. Bam. Takes him out. I really like the way that it's set up with Keanu Reeves in the back. He's got the yep. little mirror on the stick. Yep. And the lawnmower. Sees the boobies. That complicates the um, radio. The radio. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's incredible. Like, it's a really great plot device yes. to just it, make that not happen yeah. so that Angelo Pappas at the front door you know is Can't about to be him. walking into like a huge dangerous situation that yeah. he has no idea what's happening. But he kills it. And that's what I'm saying. Like he he's crazy, but he's such a good police officer. If it's not for the girl at the door, like he's dead in that scene because he uses her as like a body shield. I thought she and died. She, I thought she got shot a bunch didn't of times. She? No. Oh. The other girl did. The girl that answers the door is the one that he the Takes guy hostage. holds yeah. that he shoots in the head. Yes. Anthony Keaton shoots, shoots his the guy foot. Yeah. War yeah. Child has the lawnmower outside. Before yeah. Angelo well, that's what I was going to say. Is clutch award for an inanimate object is the lawnmower. For it sure. not yeah. only sets up, like Pollard said, the communication breakdown where it's like, oh, we're going into this and it's a fucked up mission. But it also then brings back this incredible, intense scene right. where, mm-hmm. you know, Johnny Utah and War Child are outside <laughs> and you think Johnny Utah is about to get his face just grinded off. Yeah, you by have the, the knife. You have That's, the knife in the beginning. Yeah, the first is, thing you see gets, is he uses the knife to like get the knife out yeah. and then his face is. And I was watching that. I was like, how did they actually film it? Because whatever, yeah. whatever way so they close. filmed it, it's yeah. very seamless. Like, obviously, they didn't put Keanu Reeves face that close to a tur- a metal it turbine. It could have been early CGI. But like whatever technique well, no, they used not. was like great. It if looked, I had yeah. put my, if someone had a knife or I tried to put the knife to the lawnmower, it would for sure shoot back right at me and stab me or something. Yeah, <laughs> slice the jugular. <laughs> yeah, right in the neck. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it would rip your throat out, yeah. But in most movies, it's like the lawnmower would have just been the device to break up the communications, but they were smart enough to be like, let's yeah. use it again. Yeah. Like, the lawn- or the other way around. Yeah. yeah. And it's realistic. is a good scene. Yeah. Like fighting for the, the knife. And like and a neighbor doing that right. at that time like it is plausible like yeah. again this movie it's so smart that, and then angelo pappas super cop yeah. <laughs> comes in shoots the lawnmower yeah like right. great yeah, exactly. great idea he doesn't shoot war child no like, now i'm bringing this guy in i'm exactly. shooting the lawnmower. He's so good i know this was, so again good. that bullet if i did it would ricochet right back at me <laughs> and, like, in the neck yeah little problem with the raid um I counted. So there's only five agents when they raid this place. And Utah shows up late because he slept with Tyler the night before. Um, When it's all over, we see that all the bosses and there's a bunch of cars there and stuff. But during the actual raid, there's Angelo Pappas, Johnny Utah, two guys out back, and one guy backing up Angelo Pappas. That's five people supposedly taking down. They don't know... Who's in there? They know there's at least two guys in there and the girl that answers the door. Like, like they're looking for some bank robbers who they know probably have some firearms. But yeah, like, but they got totally Those guys time. come out swinging. Five, yeah. like, five guys. Shouldn't there be like a team of and 20 they weren't SWAT flicking people around. across the street or something? Look, like, Johnny yeah, Utah's doing the banging of Tyler on the beach on his own time, and he still gets there before the raid goes. That's Aaron's yeah. next play, the I think, banging of I Tyler. I think there was more than five. I didn't count, but it felt like there was like seven. But again, I don't think 
think these guys also like are expecting them. They're thinking they're robbing banks and probably have, you know, some guns and all their track record says they've never murdered anyone. They have right. the wrong guys. They right. don't know that they just are like, hey, someone's at the door. Let's get all of our AK-47s out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a bad feeling. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. It's kind of an no, overreaction it's... by the guys inside. Anthony Kiedis is like, cool out. Like, they're just out the door. And it's like, no, I got a bad feeling. It's yeah. like, okay, let's get the grenade launchers. <laughs> like, yeah, doesn't one of them have like a grenade <laughs> launcher yeah. in his well, hand? It's then, like a fat shot. Well, I only oh have a God. shotgun. I don't have a grenade launcher. <laughs> and they say, oh, we're fucked, man. Demon war child. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, not a great idea by the FBI agents, but it sets it up as a very confrontational scene rather mm -hmm. than just them busting in, taking everybody down it's really so easily. It's so tense. Yeah. It's so tense. Even the chick, like in any other movie, yeah, the, the chick naked girl. naked is just a naked chick. In this movie, she slams Utah into the mirror. She stabs a cop twice in the back. Oh. Like, you don't see that right. coming. Like. The Catherine Bigelow is like, let's is empower crazy. this yeah, chick. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Let's She's give not her gonna, a little bit of tea. Yeah, if we got to show her titties, like, let's make her do something. Yeah. Incredible. Tom Sizemore pretty disgruntled that his uh, sting operation's been thwarted. Yeah. I hit a cowboy's eye. Hit a real cowboy's right? Batman and Robin. You know what this is? Huh? You know what this is? Punk. There's two keys. Uncut. Crystal meth. He was working deep cover until you. You think I like this hair, man? Oh, you think I like these clothes? My wife wants me to stay at Ramada. I've been working on these fuckers for three months. Three months. No, I finally got. It, it puts a cloud of doubt over the whole Johnny exactly, Utah exactly. surf operation. Exactly. Brilliant. Well script. done. Well done. Yeah. Well done. The scene before the night surfing scene is amazing. Incredible. I love that scene. Uh, it's the last moment of the movie where they're like everything's perfect at that moment. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, he's like totally embraced by Bodie and his crew. Things are going well with Tyler. He's falling in love. Um, yeah. The night surfing is beautiful. It's an excellent scene yeah, where they're he's connecting scene. with the water and he's kind of yeah. he has a uh, conversation with Bodie about like understanding what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. That, he's that, starting to really buy into it. That right. whole little like that they're they're having fun, they're out at a party, and then amongst the big group of people, they get their smaller crew of like oh, there's like ten of them with like the guys and girls, and they're at the bonfire. And I love that they're talking about like you said, like what it's all about and how much they love surfing. And that scene where I, I think it's Roach or someone he's talking about. Um, you know, what it's like to, like, catch a wave and, like, drop in and, like, he's like, man, that, that feeling, man, that feeling in your balls when you just have to commit to this wave and, like, the other guy's, like, spraying, like, the little, like, uh, beer, beer bottle out yeah. of all. I just, yeah. I love that. It I looks wish, so fun. I wish I was there at that bonfire just, like, talking and hearing their stories and they talk about the big wave riding and stuff. Yeah, that big wave conversation is what sets up the end of the movie. Bell's Beach. It says, Bell's like, Beach. what's yeah. the biggest right. wave ever? And Swayze is like... Bell's Beach, Australia. Well, well, no way Bell's is bigger than YMA, bro. We'll be next year. Bodie believes the 50-year storm is coming next year. 50-year storm? What's that? That's kind of a legend. No, it's real. It's absolutely real. Everything moves in cycles. So twice a century, the ocean lets us know just how small we really are. A winter storm comes out of Antarctica, tearing up the Pacific, and it sends a huge swell north 2,000 miles. And when it hits Bell's Beach, it'll turn into the biggest surf this planet has ever seen, and I will be there. So will I. Um, 
And then I don't know. I don't think it's this scene. I think it's a later surfing scene. But Johnny Utah from about 70 yards sees one of the guys moon someone and it instantly takes him back right, to the right. surveillance camera. And that's when he realizes, holy shit, the, the war child gang yeah, is not the gang. Yeah, what a weird connection yeah. to make. Like, Wait, I know those butt cheeks. I've seen <laughs> that ass before. Yeah. yeah, and that's when he decides, holy shit. I gotta go, guys. I forgot, I have a meeting. Yeah. yeah. New clients. And he's mm-hmm. like, what, you forgot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been doing surveillance on them because when, like he said, when they were at the beach, like that clicked in his mind and he sees the way that they all kind of move together as a crew in the beach. And he's like, whoa, like this is it. So he goes back and he does some more research and surveillance and he finds out that they, um, they boxed up all their stuff. Like they're getting ready to leave. Like they're ready to do one last heist. And so he goes to Angelo Pappas and says like, you know, like this is it. Like we got to tail them. So they've been tailing them. Yeah. And he he says like, they go to tower records, Patrick's roadhouse. And then they go to this one bank and like, he was in there for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like he knows that they're like vetting it. So he knows it because he, he tailed them and they had, scoped out the bank like the day before right 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 so they're scoping out that bank waiting for him and we get one of the best uh lines of the movie i'd say right aaron the surveillance scene is great when they're sitting there um angelo pappas is super hungry Ten, it's 10 30 so yep. yeah hey, damn it we're ready for lunch and i love the comics that he he loves the calvin, 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 calvin and Hobbes. for a sturdy cemetery Oh, it's time for lunch. Angelo, it's 10.30. Right around that corner, there is a sandwich shop. They sell meatball sandwiches. Best I've ever tasted. Would you go get me two? Utah, give me two. Give me two. Just in case he didn't remember. It's the best line of the movie. Aaron, what does your shirt say right now? My shirt says, Utah, give me two. (laughs) It's still unclear if it's (laughs) $17.84. Or seven dollars and eighty four cents. Seven and it bothered me. Yeah, so seven dollars <laughs> three sandwiches eighty four yeah. cents for and a soda. Two, lemonade. Two, two lemonades. Shit. So it's two meatball subs, one tuna sandwich, and two lemonades for seven dollars and eighty four cents. And you get to see one of the meatball sandwiches me in, in the movie. movie. <laughs> no, but you get to see the meatball sandwich in the movie. It is not a small sandwich. No, it's great. There's it's at least four meatballs. Though. No, it's not, but it's medium-sized. Like, I wouldn't even say it's foot-long. It's like yeah, a I would say inch. it's a nine-inch. If you're so hungry you could eat the ass end out of a dead rhino, you need to swim on down to Angelo Tapas. At Angelo Tapas, they're cranking out small plates so tasty, you'll stop your waiter and say, Give me two! We're talking meatball subs. He constructed meatball subs. Meatball subs on a stick. Meatball sub shooters. Meatball sub tapenade. Meatball sub sliders. Boneless meatball subs. Meatball subs and artichoke dip. Dehydrated meatball subs. Meatball subs in a blanket. Meatball avocado toast. Avocado extra. And a seasoned ground chuck croquette. Tucked into a freshly baked ciabatta roll. Smothered in rabiata sauce. Topped with creamy cottage cheese. And drenched in Worcestershire sauce. So since you're still alive and not in the box just yet, you need to check out Angelo Tapas. Pappas has like one bite before they have to like you know put yeah, the meatballs. Yeah, and it's, it's one of the loose ends that never gets and tied he, up. And in the he movie. never, he doesn't take a really good bite. No. He comes at it from a weird angle. It looks like he's getting mostly bread. Like if I'm gonna have a meatball sandwich bite, I'm going in to bite half of the first meatball. Yeah. Right yeah, from right. the yes. side, or at least the full meatball. Even if it's maybe a small if you meatball. can sure. fit the full right. meatball in your mouth, then you're going for the full meatball. He's getting like most, one ball in my mouth. He's getting <laughs> mostly bread and like a little bit of sauce. 
loss. Oh, it's yeah. not as disappointing when it's close to the Kevin McAllister not eating the mac and cheese in Home Alone. Yeah, you're like, take a bite. Yeah, you're like, like, take one bite nope. of the mac and cheese. It looks so Ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least he gets the little bit of bread, but it's right there with like, oh, I want him to enjoy his meatball subs. And he got two. That's, that's the worst. He's so hungry. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the only times in the whole movie I'll get on Pollard's strain of like, Angelo Pappas is not a good cop. Yeah. Because he literally is reading, they're staking out a bank where it's like, <laughs> this is the job. He's reading the funnies and he sends his partner to go get him a sandwich. He was like actually looking at the bank. Right, right. And then they come back and it's like, did you see that car pull up? And he's like, no, what car? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's he's the just yeah. meatball mind. He's yeah. chasing these guys for however long. <laughs> No, he was too busy. Who they are, where they're gonna be? He was reading Calvin and Hobbes. Okay, it was it's really like a good. very, it's a very comic scene though. Because one the, slip up. You have the shot of Keanu Reeves, and you can see in the background the car pulling up and them walking That's a beautiful in. Beautiful shot. Yeah, yeah and he doesn't. Do, he can't see anything. Uh, yeah, and you know, then Angela also, is on a family Keanu, circus like, by that time. immediately starts sprinting towards it. Angela's like, I'll be in the car. I'll wait for them to come out. Like, <laughs> yes. You don't need backup, kid. <laughs> like, just Angelo dropped the ball in that one scene. But other than just that, the one he's time. A plus. He's so, A+. Plus. No, there's, the a, only, there's a few hey, reasons no, no, why he's less than A+. Plus. Plus. It's the only time. <laughs> the only time. Um, and it leads into the best foot chase of all time. Oh, yeah. it's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's Probably. amazing. So good. The, so the good. fact that they use, like, the steady cam and the yes. camera's running with them, the whole time like the quick cuts and everything well and it's before so that good. before the actual foot chase oh the flamethrower the flamethrower yes. so fucking cool yeah, yeah. So it's like what better way you guys run i'm gonna take care of this car bam at the yeah. gas station and that's not how that would work in real life but shut up nerd for the first part of the foot chasing he's on fire running yeah. away yes yeah. yes yeah <laughs> yeah his jacket's and it's on like fire. slow-mo and like yeah <laughs> oh it's so cool it's great but yeah they're, they're going through the alleys they go through backyards they run through houses he throws a like, dog at him that's a great <laughs> yeah scene. the dog there's so many like little clips to the pull from So he's running through all these houses, all these backyards. He's going through front doors that just happen to all be unlocked, through back doors that yeah. he doesn't get lost. Yeah, and he yeah. doesn't get lost it, in anything. He just knows the land. Well, he's got no way to go. It's just forward. Yeah, That's the route. It's early 90s, you know? It was a different what? time. <laughs> what it really reminded me of, which I hadn't thought about before, but another Keanu movie I love. The loved. Matrix. The Matrix. Yes. Incredible foot chasing That's in that exactly movie what I was where thinking. they're doing the same thing. They're running through the apartments. Keanu, like, in this movie, sets up so many things for other action movies, I feel like, yeah. that we've, like, seen again and again. But this was, like, the foundation this is the Yeah, this is the jumping off point yeah. for so like, many action so movies to come. Many Can you imagine good. how quickly he'd get away from Keanu Reeves if he didn't have the mask on? <laughs> Keanu Reeves still can't get to him. Yeah. I mean, that's... And then, the and then when the race ends, he almost has him. But and that's he, where the shot, the, the marksmanship comes back into play. But yeah, okay, exactly. so I have an issue with this scene because there's so much running and jumping, and there's so many obstacles. At the end, when they get to like the L.A. River or whatever uh -huh. that like water ravine is, yeah. it's like a twelve foot drop, it's like six onto cement. Yeah, I'm being generous <laughs> yeah. with twelve feet, but like it's a drop. Like after he was just like hurtling backyards. And like this is where he blows out his knee. Like they could have done something different, I think. But they well, still I mean, I the script still talked about it. Yeah. They talked about how he blew out his knee in college. Yeah. Like, no, I'm okay so, with the knee blowout, but like the way that he blew it out. It should have been a longer drop. So, yeah, it should have been like a much more higher stakes jump. When you hurt your knee, you can still run like in straight lines. 
The problem you get is when you go like diagonal, you try to cut and turn sharply. And so what this happened is when he landed on it, it turned. And so other stuff didn't mean anything. He right. just hurt his knee when he fell on it. Well, then I like that the surfers are reconvening and saying like, they, they're acknowledging that they know it was Utah. Yeah, that's no mystery there. I didn't realize like during this watch, I'm like, that is such a tense scene. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's like that they know that he knows that they're the bank robbers and he knows that they know that he's an FBI agent. Right. But it's like they're just going to hang out like a bunch of dudes. It's like we're going we're going skydiving. Mm-hmm. Like forget all that other stuff. And uh, Lori Petty finds out that he's an undercover FBI oh, agent. Yeah. Do you think that if Painful. she knew that they were bank robbers already, she would be okay with sort of what Keanu Reeves is coming from? Like she doesn't have any investment in the bank robbery thing. Like if I was hanging out with a bunch of surfers she and they turned know. out to be bank robbers, I would support him. Like I, I, I don't know why she's like so bent out of shape about it. I guess well, he lied. He deceived her. Yeah. He lied and he you, like got in her head about using that her parents died and lied about his right. parents dying. Like that she never would have like met him or like given him the time of day if it wasn't for that. Even so. if it's for a purpose, it's not nice to be deceived. It's not a fun feeling. Discussion where they're at the beach and they know that it's that Utah's the agent. Yeah. That makes it interesting because you're like you don't know what's going to happen on this trip, and you don't know that Utah knows that they know it's him. Right, you know, it's, right. It's a nice setup. Yeah, it's, it's a, a nice, great setup. It's a nice little. They're all pretty sure they know what's going on, but don't really know, and they have to see what's going on. So they go skydiving, and we get a great like. I remember this being the first time I saw like a cool skydiving scene in a movie. Yeah. And Patrick Swayze again, coolest character of all time. Swayze did all these jumps in real life, which is why it looks so yeah. fucking incredible. It's <laughs> yeah. like a cameraman jumped with Patrick Swayze out of a plane. Like 99 actors out of 100 don't even sniff an airplane. Right. Yeah. And Swayze yeah. is jumping, and it just adds to his like badassness as a character of Bodie because you're seeing it. You're seeing him. Also, it, like also you, solidi- you also solidify Johnny Utah's badassness because he's able to pull off like a very complex skydiving stunt move when they jump join yeah hands mm-hmm. on his very first skydive ever yeah. like i'm he pretty sure up, he picks up these extreme sports very They've quickly been doing it a lot. like I, I as the skydive expert on the pod i think you have to you have to go through like a hundred dives before you're allowed to do one on your own like well no, not, not that many so it's the 90s <laughs> so Patrick- everyone was doing coke <laughs> <laughs> so they land and utah is legitimately like ecstatic he's oh he loved such it. a good time yeah. that he's forgotten all about all of this he's like that was amazing like yeah and totally that's when you see him like are... drifting farther from that fbi identity where right. it's just he's like he, yeah them. he doesn't yeah. want to he doesn't want to totally like rat these guys out and uh swayze shows him the tape uh and rosie has tyler tied up mm-hmm. and rosie is a man and tyler is a woman yeah it's okay a... okay got it <laughs> it's just, just making movie. sure tyler yeah. is tied up Ooh. tylered up <laughs> so Bodhi tells him that you know Agent Utah he knows he knows all about it and they need to do it he needs him to help him do a job Bodhi forces Utah to go with them to rob this last bank before they take off and they go into the vault they decide to go they into the vault their own rules why because well this is their last job I think they're, they're, they're well pinned. they know like, that they, they're fucked they're yeah. identified but if okay but if Patrick Swayze if Bodhi knows this beforehand like why doesn't he commu- can you communicate that to the team like it's a good question I think he's there and, and he wasn't quite sure if they were able to 
It's like, in the moment. Yeah. They're doing the routine, and then he realizes, let's like, go for it. You know, we're, yeah, we're not coming back next yeah, summer to rob banks ride. again. You know, like this could be yeah. our last bank robbery. And that's ever. why. That's why they're taking him back. They're like, "What do you mean? We never go for the vault." And it's like, "Just do it." And it's like he's just making an executive decision as the best movie character of all as time. Their does. an executive mistake. So no. there's a undercover cop that there's has a stud off method. duty, off duty, duty cop. Sorry, and we're Bobby sure that Cannavale's wasn't. Yeah, dad. we're sure it wasn't Bobby Cannavale. Robbie Cannavale. And, oh, uh, <laughs> and he, him, and the security. He tells the security guard, "Hey, I'm, I'm a cop. Like, back me up." And the cops like. The security guard the security is so like, no, not into do it. it. Just let him go. And he's like, "Come on, man, you have to back me up." They're escaping the bank, and uh, Pappas punches John C. Riley. Yeah, <laughs> who's like, John "Oh no! Yeah. Why don't Nobody's you enlighten respect me? Respect for his elders. Respect yeah. for my elders." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was uh, busting bad guys while you were jerking off to the Sears catalog. Yeah, that's the line. Says. That's the so line. Good. Cole clocks him. Pappas convinces McGinley to let him take Utah in, which is right. crucial. Yes. Another yep. savvy mm-hmm. Pappas move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If yes. he doesn't they do they that, don't call him savvy Pappas Utah's for nothing. going to prison, dude. <laughs> he doesn't have a chance him. to save the day. Yeah. And he's like, I know where they're going. He's like, I, w- I thought you did. Like, that's why like, we're doing yeah. this. You know, like, Pappas is the Beautiful. fucking man. He's, right. just trying to get so his, he's just trying to get his guys. Like, yeah. this was his theory that brought these guys yeah, down. Yeah, so they go to the airstrip. Uh, Patrick Swayze's packing up the parachutes for the jump. Throwing things in the plane, and Johnny Utah comes and says, "Like I'm unarmed." He does, does a really cool spin, spin move. move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like not or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's like, "Just give me Tyler, and I walk away. I walk away. I walk away." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I can't do that." And then uh, Pappas has the, the, the jump on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the he's with behind the roach. Mm-hmm. And the ve- the very critical scene of like. Angelo Pappas is about to shoot Bodie. He's got him in his sights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Utah just steps in front of him. Yeah. yeah. He basically yeah. chooses no. Bodie over, yep. over Angelo. They'll kill Tyler. And then Angelo Pappas gets shot. And Two shotgun blasts to the back. Like but he gets yeah. should have let Tyler die. The undercover cop would have lived. He gets yeah. shot twice, though, and then spins around and still takes out two bad guys. Yeah, He's insane. Pappas Man. is insane. And can right. we just go over the noise that Gary Busey makes when he gets shot? Because it's just like, ah! Like it's it's just the most busy, just it's ridiculous. Like, ah. yeah. But it's like such a back shot. It's like ah, my back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and he tells him, "You're like, oh, let's like try to save you." And he's just like, "Shut up, nerd." He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I was dying before you were ever on the force. Like, I've killed so many people. Like, leave me to die here. It's like, dude, just like let him help you. What a like, dick. Violet yeah, refuses to take him up, and he's like, he pulls the gun on him. Yeah. It's a very soft <laughs> yeah. refusal. Right. No, because they don't even pull a gun on him. he's just like like, I'm not gonna take you guys he's like get the fuck in that plane he's like alright yeah so it's just Swayze and Roach that live those are the two bad guys left but Roach has been shot multiple times in the stomach mm-hmm. by cold, Angelo Pappas, who now has 22 confirmed kills <laughs> under his belt. Um, yeah, before he passes out to death, I guess. Yeah. He, he just does like a quick little, uh, quick little yeah. fist bump to himself. So they start climbing up, climbing up, climbing up in the plane. And, They're uh, over Mexico. I love the Some, whole, like, when he's bleeding out, and he's like, yeah. blood's uh, leaving your body, you'll be dead soon. Yeah. Like, I love that part. Yeah. What a great... Oh, it's so good. Him jumping through the air without a parachute. It's crazy. And like a 45. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he yeah, does yeah. a really good job selling the, like, I'm going to go for this, but I'm so nervous. He like, he's like, he's like ah, damn And he it. looks at the yeah. door, and he looks at the gun, and he looks at the door, and you like believe, yeah. like, his yeah. brain is going a million miles a minute. He's like, 
fuck it, let's go. And it's like, yeah, this incredible jump where like, he yeah. has to yeah. get to him or like like that one moment. Or he'll like, die. Yeah. Yeah. Like, every, every second his odds of making this go down 12%. Right. Like yeah. every single second. And he doesn't yeah. have goggles on yeah. and his face is just getting all the air right in it. And yeah, like, I'm, su- I'm surprised his eyes. Yeah, exactly. Gun. He holds onto the gun, which is crazy. It's a, it's a great scene. It's a great scene. That's one of the Johnny Utah blows out his leg on the landing for the third yeah, time. Yeah, they slam into the ground so hard. Well, they uh, they pull they, the, they pull the so parachute late. like with eight seconds from the ground. He has yeah. to decide gun or parachute. He can't yeah. just shoot Bodie in the leg and then pull right. the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> he has to all or nothing. So so Roach uh, dies on the ground. He's who would have thunk it? And then sorry, uh, Johnny. Bodie, this game, we both lose. Yeah. <laughs> Bodie hurt his or uh, uh, Johnny hurt his knee, so he's there. So Bodie gets away. Rosie comes up. Lori Petty's released. Bodie does an alpha move and is like, "I'm driving." Yeah, <laughs> and that's I know you you've re- been in the desert for three days, but scoot over, chump. <laughs> and that's when you realize that Rosie is played by Rosie Perez. It's like I didn't know. I don't want to drive. <laughs> I don't want to drive no more. <laughs> Cut to Australia. Yep. Bell's, uh, undisclosed, Bell's Beach. undisclosed amount of time later. 50, 50, uh, 50 year storm. 50 year storm. Just, <laughs> 50 years later. <laughs> the They're all worse for the wear. I always Keanu, get yeah, my man. Keanu looks exactly the same. And what, is he, what does Keanu Reeves say to Bodhi when he finally catches him up with him in, uh, in Bell's Beach, Kyle? Sort of. I've been to every city in Mexico. Came across an unclaimed piece of meat in Baja. Turned out to be Rosie. Guess he picked a knife fight with somebody better. Found a passport of yours in Sumatra. Missed you by a week in Fiji. But I knew you wouldn't miss the 50-year storm, Bodie. Love it. Love it's it. It's so good. It's such a good... Oh, the handcuff scene. Love yeah, that. They get in the fight the and he handcuffs them. The devastation on Bodie. They like, get in no. a fight. Like, he handcuffs them so Bodie can't go out into the water. And he's just like, no, man. This is what I need. You know, there's no way I can handle a cage. Yeah. <laughs> I love how... It's just another example of how it's like elevated because you're having a fist fight in the middle of the shore break. Like, yeah, it looks amazing. There's like the threat of drowning. Yeah, there's the threat of drowning. There's just like this crazy rain that's going on. Could come at any time. It's just a. It's just a great visual. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fight scene. And then ultimately, uh, Johnny Utah lets him go. And you know, Bodie could add. Bodie had chances to kill Utah. Utah had chances to kill Bodie. So it's clear that there's a love and respect there despite everything that's gone between well, us. So that being said, there's I, an understanding. I, that being said, I feel like Bodie does some fucked up shit to to Johnny Utah. But it's it's to get out of that situation. But that him, last so. scene too, so I've seen this movie a thousand times and this is the first time where at that very first scene in the movie you see Johnny Utah in the rain for no explicable reason, like mm-hmm. doing his marksmanship that we said he got 100%. And at the end of the movie, he's also just like oh, drenched yeah. in Book rain. Right. And he's like transformed from like right. a guy who was like on this side of the law. His hair's grown out. He serves. Yeah. He throws his badge away. Swayze, on the other hand, has shaved his beard. Right. His hair is shorter. Yes. Like they've changed so, roles and transformed. Exactly. And so being good. like cleansed by the rain again. Like mm-hmm. it's so fucking yeah. Really I was gonna good. say they basically switch hairstyles yeah. at the end, yeah. right? Like yeah. Johnny Utah looks, roles. he looks way yeah. more like Bodie at that point. His yeah. like face is a little bit more stubbly. 
His hair's longer, like you said. Like it's it's so great. Like just mm-hmm. the, just a little thing, like a little thing, like we're gonna do your hair differently at the end of the movie signifies so much. Yeah, he throws his like badge in the water, and it's like I'm done being a cop. I'm and a it's, surfer it's, now. He's like not, not his arm. Yeah. It's not his arm. He used to throw. It's like yeah. a full body twist. Yeah, to, to, it's all yeah. on the hips. <laughs> yeah, we'll get him when he comes back the to the beach. He's not coming back. Hey, all you five GFA fans, are you tired of all those boring alarm clocks? Do you sleep through your phone alarm every morning? Well, now you won't have to worry about sleeping in too late with Point Wake. With Point Wake, Lori Petty shows up wearing an oversized dress shirt that she got from you the night before and nothing else below her waist. And she shows up wearing um, the shirt and she brings a gun and a pillow and she puts the pillow next to where you're sleeping and she fires the pillow. Uh, she fires the gun right into the pillow that she put next to your head and uh, while you're still sleeping and bang, you're awake with Point Wake. Sign up wherever. All right, let's jump into categories. Let's start with best scene I saw. Joel, what do you got? So, best scene I saw in this movie was definitely the party that uh, Lori Petty takes Keanu Reeves to. The first time that I would say Bodhi feels that he is kind of welcome among them. Because other times it's kind of like in public. Yeah, Utah there at the beach and things like that. Um, But this is like their cruise party. Lori Petty brings him. Uh, we see uh, Bodhi does the like uh, does the tequila shot and then does the lime with the girl's mouth and she's like Lori Petty says I taught him that and the girl's like I like it and uh, Bodhi just smiles and I was like okay what's up he's got, got some he's, history he's got game all right um, and then they go outside and they're at the bonfire and they like are all just talking about surfing and like I, I said earlier the guy uh, was talking about how how much that that feeling is so like raw it's great yeah that's my favorite scene uh the whole night surfing brandon best scene um i wrote down something but after we had like talked about all the scenes in this movie i'm gonna go with the raid on war child's house i think it's just so compound yeah it's compound exactly Uh, children there's just so many like individual moments within that scene that are so great anthony kiedis getting shot in the foot is something i'll always remember just because like the way he yells out and like how like that they do a close-up in the corner yeah and they just do a (laughs) close-up of his foot just getting destroyed um yeah and then johnny utah getting beat up by a naked girl listening to music yeah it's 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 so weird and again it shows it shows angelo pappas being a badass taking that shot and shooting the guy in the head and saving johnny utah at the end tom sizemore and Tom, si- the time, si- the time size more. The time sees more. Time sees more. And saving Private Robert, I loved him. <laughs> yeah, he makes a great appearance. Pollard, best scene you saw. The best scene I saw was the uh, foot chase scene that we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about already. After the meatball subs, and Johnny Utah reveals himself and asks them to uh, pull over. And they get off in the car chase. At one point, the cars are right next to each other. And Pappas yells, we got you! Which is really funny. But uh, ultimately, the foot chase scene um, through all the houses and in the backyards is just shot really well. So thinking over this movie, it was really difficult. Because I told Aaron, like, we went through it and we're like, there's like 12 scenes I could pick. Like, 
it is literally filled with amazing scenes from start to finish. Um, but when I had to pick just one, uh, I went with the first skydiving scene. Yeah. Um, for me, like watching it again, it just put the biggest smile on my face. Uh, the music is like so like ethereal, like you talked about, and like yeah. uplifting and like hopeful in that moment. And like for five minutes where they're just free falling, they all forget like what side of the team they're on. like you said like doesn't care about the case in that moment right and they don't care that even he's when he lands cop. he doesn't care yeah that it's you know he doesn't like snap back to the yeah and reality. i just yeah he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no he says like when he lands he's just like holy fuck what a rush right. yeah like he's just so into it even yeah they, they stop playing cops and robbers for five minutes and they're just happy and let's move on to how do you do that Brandon, how'd he do that? How'd he do that? I'm going to go with, uh, how did Bodie know Johnny Utah's college football record so well? Like that, just, I, I don't, that, I don't. That guy would watch the Rose Bowl. Would, like, <laughs> would he though? Like, yeah, that's, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, that guy doesn't seem like somebody that would be really into watching college football and not only knowing that, but like knowing all of the like prospects and like knowing all yeah, the quarterbacks. The quarter. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like he knows it well. He knows it play like, by play. Yeah. Joel, how do you do that? Um, so the Fast and the Furious is thought of as a remake to Point Break in 2001. Does anybody remember what Paul Walker orders to eat for lunch at the cafe in the beginning of the movie? Tuna sandwiches. Meatball sub. Meatball sub? <laughs> tuna sandwich. Two, yep. two which meatball is, subs. What no, Johnny no, Utah orders. One tuna sandwich, which is what Johnny Utah orders. Ryan, how do you do that? My how do you do that is how did Bodie know how to accurately count down in midair the time it would take to hit the ground in order to pull the chute in time? Like... Towards the end, yeah, when yeah. Johnny you Utah clearly aren't a surfer, it's a feeling, brother. <laughs> when Johnny Just Utah like dives out with the gun and he's got the gun, it's like, are you gonna yeah. pull the shoot? Am I gonna pull the shoot? You have to drop the I gun. He's like yeah. five, four, three, and like, how does he? I, I mean, think it's just experience. I guess yeah. there's a gauge. He does have a gauge to like see yes. the altitude, but still, like to make that call and to have a countdown, you know, during that drop is like, how did he do that? How did Gary Busey find such amazing clothes for this film? <laughs> Every scene, he's supposed to be this like weathered old like vet cop. And in any other movie, you're in like a suit with like a tie and like, like a dress shoes. Right. Every scene, his hair's disheveled. Yeah. His clothes yeah. are just like super sick, yeah. like <laughs> surf like clothing. And I didn't get the impression that he did it for the job. I got the impression <laughs> that like this was just like his Tuesday. Uh, my how do you do that? How did uh, Johnny Utah catch Bodie in the air? That jump just seems insane. Totally unlikely. Yeah, sure. How did he do that? How did he like? Apparently, they they did that on MythBusters, uh -huh. and they were looking they at really? like could, they were like could. I don't think they actually did it, but they were like looking at the mathematics and like could 
he after like 12 seconds later actually catch up with him mm -hmm. and he could if he just like pencil dove like head first yeah but he's streamlined not his body and, like, and his eyes without goggles and every <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah he's yeah that's he's true not like a needle dive right he's like flailing the specifics of it definitely are not there but but generally it's yes a badass could move. i just don't know how he did it yeah <laughs> yeah no, for sure Woo. rp that had to hurt it's a really small part but the handcuffs at the end just seems really <laughs> uncomfortable and, like, the two guys in the middle of an intense fist fight, like, there's just so much intensity going on. And then sneaking those on and the probable twisting and the sheer strength in, like, two different directions of handcuffs to me was like, ugh. Oh, yeah. That, like, really had to hurt. Scraping on your wrist. Yeah, just the skin being pulled away from the bone almost. Yeah, oh, like, oh. like, none of the gunshots or the fist yeah. fights and, like, just yeah, the, the, the handcuffs. Stuff. None ugh. of the knee stuff. Brandon touched on it, but it's absolutely Anthony Kiedis shooting his foot. Um, not only does it just explode on yeah, impact, yeah. like it literally just flies up in the air like 12 inches. Uh, like his toenails, his like tendons are just like yeah. fucked. The fashion. But he also Plaxico Burrist himself. <laughs> like he shot himself in the foot, which After emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Emotionally, like it's gotta hurt to know you shot yourself. <laughs> that oh. had to hurt. Uh, my that had to hurt. It had to hurt when Bodie learned Utah was an agent. Uh, here's this guy that you're becoming a quick friend with, uh, a, a superstar college football player. <laughs> that and you has, followed his that career extensively, your, like close knit surf group. And I wonder how long it would have been until he brought him into the bank schemes. You know, like mm -hmm. would he have right? Would he right. introduced him to that side of their if he didn't well, know he was a cop, for right, sure. Right, like if this, yeah, yeah. If this he's in, like, on, he loves him. Yeah. He loves him, yeah. He's yeah. he's be, quickly become his best yeah, friend, yeah. and they've clicked on, like, a weird emotional level. Yeah. And that had to really hurt. When, I like, that had to hurt when he fell on his knee in that chase, and the emotion of, oh, I want to catch this guy. I know I can, but my bum knee just can't do it. Yeah, he lets out a very animalistic yeah. scream. Uh, that had to hurt, you know? Who organized the reunion? Carl, who organized the reunion? Bodie. Uh, we'd never see him die. Oh, he goes out true. for the wave. Never see him die. Uh, he's still alive. He's ready to get back together with his best friends by default because everyone else is dead. So he hits up Johnny Utah. He hits up Lori Petty. They go surf. And uh, Keanu, who quit law, law enforcement to surf now, understands Bodie's adrenaline-fueled robberies and talks him into one huge score so they can have their endless summer. Wow. wow. Brandon. Who organizes the reunion? Um, so basically everybody in the movie is dead at the end. Um, <laughs> so my, the reunion I'm thinking is just Johnny Utah and uh, the doctor from Scrubs yeah. just getting And to, six empty chairs and yeah. it's a seance and, and they're, they're just, getting ghosts together. No, no, no. Sci-fi. They're, <laughs> they're just getting together to get a couple meatball subs to honor Angelo Pappas. And they just they Aww, meet together every year just to do nice. that. Yeah. Joel, who organizes the reunion? I think Tyler organizes the reunion. I think she organized the reunion with like some of the like fringe surfer friends that are still around that weren't in the like tight knit ex president's crew. She gets uh, the three cops from the raid that are still alive. <laughs> yeah, Nikita's on crutches. <laughs> yep, uh, she gets like a little bonfire and they go night surfing and they just reminisce. And, Play a little football. Uh, yeah, bring know. up the cars, put on yeah. the headlights. Yeah, just, just like let's do this. <laughs> they start out like let's pick teams and then they quickly realize like no, let's just we have an all time QB for one and do yeah. thirty flies up. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is depressing. All the people who were once on the football team are dead. <laughs> uh, my reunion. Since a lot of these characters are dead, 
Um, or presumed dead. presumed dead. We never see Roach dead. <laughs> he, think... he fell out of the plane. He might have lived. No, he's dead. Was, but he might have been asleep. Yeah, he's just. No, they he's left him. Just there. resting his eyes. They like grab something from his body and then they just jet away. Oh god. I think Keanu Reeves, uh, Johnny Utah, organizes the reunion to some extent in that he goes to Bell's Beach like every few years. You know, not when it's obviously not the storm of the century because that only happens once every fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> But he goes every once in a while to surf, and it's more of a reflection of the whole thing. Um, it's a way of honoring it. You think he's kind of in a in a Bodhi state of mind, yeah. Living now. Uh, let's move on to the Clutch Award. Joel, what do you got for the Clutch Award? It's tough to pick one specific person at one point, but I'm gonna go with the off-duty cop in the last uh, okay. uh, scene when they're robbing the bank that because cop. even though he broke their own rule to not go in the safe and take too much time, if that cop wasn't there, they would have gotten away. Even with all the extra the security gun, guard also would have got away. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it, without with all the extra like shooting and everything, the the cops still didn't get there in time. The SWAT team was still not there, right. so they clearly would have gotten out and would have been fine. And then they would have just let Utah go. The plan would have gone everything according to plan, except this off duty cop had to be a hero. I'm gonna piggyback off of Joel's for my clutch award. My uh, clutch award goes to the security guard. At the same and during the same scene, because okay. at first the off-duty cop is like, "Back me up," and he's just like, "Fuck no!" I'm just keeping my face down. And then then the scene where the cop like takes out his gun and starts shooting, you see the security guard get up and do the same thing. He's got to, and it's just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like clutch. this guy that was so he scared. Yeah, he was so scared he didn't even want to like get his eyes up from the ground. He mm. like finds the courage to get up there and just start shooting. Um, so yeah, he comes in clutch. Bodie in that scene, uh, I could save it for quotes, but. It's topical. He yells out, nobody fucking move. Nobody fucking move. And like, he does it in like this incredible, like guttural voice. Like yeah. Swayze as Bodhi, like pu- puts off this like incredibly docile, like peaceful vibe. But when he amps it up during those like robberies and yells, like it is yeah. so when it's fucking, starting to unravel. it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love his voice in this movie. It's like, Ah, he's the coolest. And we didn't talk about it when we were going over the scenes, but he talks about the whole philosophy of like you go in there and you need to like project dominance yes. and you need to project fear. And because these people are afraid, nobody's going to try anything yep. and no one's going to get hurt. It's so, so it's good. like it's totally in line with we his philosophy. We have to put that quote in there. Oh, for sure. Part. Yeah. Hey there, all you computer users. Are you sick of using Google? Do you wish you could go back and ask a virtual helper a question a la Ask Jeeves? Well, we've got a search engine just for you. Introducing Ask Reeves, giving you the answer to all your questions with Keanu Reeves quotes. Need an excuse to tell your teacher for why you were late to school? I caught my first tube today, sir. What phrases should I know for my trip to Mexico? Vaya con Dios. Throw Google aside and try out Ask Reeves today. Clutch Award. Uh, I'm going to go, we love Keanu, we love Swayze, we love McGinley, we love Busey. There's so many good players in this movie. I'm going to go with Lori Petty. Um, First half of the movie, she sells the hard surfer chick thing so well. Uh, Her and Keanu's romance is believable, I think, and it sets up the crux of the whole entire second half of the plot. If Lori Petty is not in harm's way, there's no reason for Keanu not to take them down, not to have his like hand behind his back. So yeah. even though you don't see her the second half of the movie, she is the reason there is so much tension. Let's move on to quotes. Ryan P., quote me. 
Um, there's a great McGinley quote in the beginning when Keanu Reeves first shows up to the station and he's just trying to like show his dominance over this guy who's a new rookie and he tells him, you know nothing. You don't even know that you know nothing because if you did know that you knew nothing, then that would at least be something. <laughs> uh, I got a couple. Um, when Johnny Utah and Angelo are talking about the wax... Um, he gives it to Johnny Utah. He's like, it's sex wax. It's what surfers use. And he's like, sex wax? You're not into kinky shit, are you, Angelo? And his so response good. is, not yet. <laughs> I love that interaction. And uh, when Johnny Utah and Patrick Swayze are falling, Patrick Swayze says, in eight seconds, we're going to be meat waffles. <laughs> love that one, too. Just a great reference to splattering on the ground. Like, boom. They're there for the summer, and then boom, they vanish like a virgin at prom night. Classic. <laughs> I love the it's not tragic to die doing what you love. My favorite quote has to be the you talk at me too. I say that all the time. <laughs> it's another thing that I've incorporated into my daily life. Yeah. Seeing a pattern for the last like couple movies. That I we've love done. you talk at me too. I do it to Kyle all the time. Like, Kyle, give me two. Anything that works all the time. My other quote that I love is the this game we both lose. I say that right a lot. Yeah. yeah. I love that line. So this is a line that Bodhi says to Utah. Surfing's a source. It'll change your life, swear to God. But it's not Bodie. It's a 10-year-old teller at the surf <laughs> shop who's just super enlightened. Oh, the one that's like... Just working four-hour yeah. shifts never too old. Summer. Never too old to start surfing. He's like, I'm 25. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fun fact, when you look on the internet, he was originally cast in the Lori Petty role. She was cast sure. as the surf shop attendant. Yeah. And they just decided to keep the same names. During, yeah. yeah when Devin Sawa filming. beat him out, but then took a different mm-hmm. script. <laughs> This this one actually Aaron does say more than uh, what was the second quote you said? This game we both lose. Yeah, I haven't heard that one a ton, but I've heard via con Dios. Yeah, you say that yeah, a lot. Yeah, I just... <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, lastly, uh, this is not a great quote, but in the context of the movie, I love it. It's uh, Johnny Utah leaving the voicemail mail for Tyler. I wanted to tell you, but I couldn't. I was afraid you'd leave. Good guess, huh? <laughs> Fuck. Why can't I ever say what I really mean? <laughs> it's just like such bad acting. It's incredible. I love it. What takes me out of the movie? What takes me out of the movie is uh, Lori Petty being this like hot vixen that has you know been the the love interest of both Bodie and Johnny Utah. <laughs> I just don't buy it. I mean, it kind of makes more sense that she's this tough surfer chick, and that's kind of her end of the group. But I also don't really buy that she's this. Super vixen. Mine is like that. Um, what takes me out of the movie is the love story in the film. And it's just a lot to jam into this movie. And the movie does such a good job of the heist and the chase and the investigation um, and the crew. But the love story aspect to me is a little bit forced. Why do you like that they, at the end they don't revisit the Lori Petty relationship? Sure. Because right. it's like... The most important reality, relationship is... Well, yeah, but in reality, that relationship's probably over. You know, they didn't have a deep enough connection for yeah. her to get over the FBI betrayal, her being taken hostage. Like, that's over. It's a crazy yeah. summer. Yeah, and it's, it's <laughs> nice that they don't have them, like, because you know, their love wasn't this, like, crazy love that they were yeah. like, destined to be with each other. The real closures between Utah yeah. and, and Bodhi. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Joel, what takes you out of the movie? What takes me out of the movie is this is such a big case, and we see so many scenes of just 
Angelo and Utah being on their own. I just feel like there would be other times where people would be working with them on aspects of the case. And specifically um, in the raid, I talked about how there should have been more agents. And also um, at the end, at the final uh, bank scene, or well, that's the second to last bank scene when they're doing the meatball sandwiches and they're waiting. Uh, I just feel like they would be scoping that out better and they would have had people more ready to quickly go. I felt like they were caught by surprise and they said, hey, the, it's robbery backup. Whoa, whoa backup? Uh, all right, uh, the SWAT team, we got to get approval. And, like, but they were they were the laughing stock at that point. Like the other raid that they had put all their eggs like in the yeah. basket on like went bad. So like they weren't going to get the funds or the allocations because like they already put that in on that raid. Totally. Five guys but, flicking around. <laughs> and it didn't go well. Yeah, but, but they... Um, I'm going to for it <laughs> whatever you say <laughs> but they, uh, they they scoped out the bank like Johnny followed them they packed up all their stuff they saw them go into the bank and scope it out and look around and take notes and stuff like I felt like that should have been enough for them to be like back on the case uh, what takes me out of the movie um, like I said earlier I've seen this movie 50 times um, and in all of my viewings I never realized what a clear shot of that dude's butthole you get on the <laughs> surveillance camera it is straight butthole. You don't see men's buttholes. You don't see anyone's buttholes in movies. And no, that's when true. I saw it on this viewing, it completely just took me out of the movie. I said, holy shit, <laughs> that's a butthole. So I have three McMulligans. Um, so first, my one is I'm, I'm happy they made this change. Um, so this is a change they made. Uh, the original title of this movie was Johnny Utah. They were going to call this movie Johnny Utah. And then they were like, eh doesn't really incorporate surfing enough so we need to change it so then it was changed to riders on the storm riders the, the on doors the, storm. the doors song and then they they looked at the lyrics and they're like you know it doesn't really reference surfing so it doesn't work and it wasn't until they'd already started filming the movie that they decided to to make it point break so, so that so not changing the so title that was, of the film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a McMulligan. That, Keeping that it great. status quo as we so, know. So the other one, <laughs> uh, post movie McMulligan that I would have is, uh, <laughs> hold on. Um, so not sure if you guys are aware, but this movie didn't win very many awards. But one award that it did win won was at heart. the 1992 MTV uh, Movie Awards. <laughs> for and, uh, the highly acclaimed. <laughs> both Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze for, were nominated for Most Desirable Male. Oh. And Keanu Reeves won. Whoa. Mc I disagree. Mick Mulligan. Patrick Swayze yeah. should have won. That's yeah. fair. Bull. <laughs> fair, fair. I like it. And so now my real like movie-related Mick Mulligan... Angela Pappas has to survive. Like, c come on. There's, there's no reason that like, shoot him in the leg or in the shoulder or something. If but he like, he's gotta die, survive there. The Bell's Beach scene doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really have a way to justify this at all, but I just want to see what it looks like if Angelo Pappas has to go undercover as a surfer in the movie. Yes. <laughs> I just think it would be really comical. He's just doing 60s references. And He's, like, just falling a lot. Dude. <laughs> He's just falling a lot and getting really angry about it. We do know he's a uh, really talented improviser, though. And that brings me to my McMulligan. I would have loved to see Angelo Pappas eat his meatball sub. At least one of them. Like, it's, he doesn't it's even get one meatball it's in. He gets a yeah. terrible bite. I'd settle for one meatball. And he sells it so hard. They got the best meatball sub. He, he loves it. <laughs> like, 
There's if a, the man there's a stand two blocks that way with the best meatball subs you've you ever would. tried. To be fair, he's had a lot of their meatball subs, so right. maybe he's okay. Let's move on to spin-off, origin, or sequel. I'll send an SOS to the world. I'll send an SOS to the world. I have a potential sequel for this one. So as Kyle pointed out and loves to point out in every movie, we don't see uh, Patrick Swayze die at the end of the movie. We We just see him go with his surfboard into the waves. And what do we know about Johnny Utah at the very end? He flings his FBI badge into the water. True. For the sequel, cut to Patrick Swayze's hand coming out of the water <laughs> to grab Johnny Utah's FBI badge. <laughs> yes, he has he has amnesia after hitting his head really hard, uh, surfing one of those big waves, looks at the FBI badge and says, I must be Johnny Utah, FBI agent. And the sequel is Patrick Swayze taking on that Whoa. mantle of Johnny Utah. I like that. There you go. That's... That's a movie. I like, I like that. It. I like that. Bam, I'm out. I have an origin, um, also Bodhi-centric, and it's just I want to see more of Bodhi. So how does he get the crew together? Like, the position that he has in this crew of surfers is very, like, cult-like. Totally, yeah. I, f- yeah. I, feel, like he, I feel like he could say anything and they would follow him. Yeah. And so I want to see that develop. I want to see him... Coming into his own as a leader of this group, compiling the group. When did they decide that they're going to start robbing banks to pay yeah, for their for sure like his idea. never-ending summer? Like, who you know? How does that all play out? I want to see the origin story of Bodhi. Awesome. Uh, so mine is an origin slash crossover film. Of course, great. Uh, we haven't talked about this film in a while, but I want to go back to the beginning and touch on Roadhouse for a second. <laughs> so. Uh, in that movie, the antagonist, Brad Wesley, he flips a coin to decide who will die. Swayze's best friend and mentor, Wade Garrett, or Swayze's love interest, Elizabeth. In Roadhouse, Wade Garrett dies and Elizabeth lives. But in this universe, the Roadhouse coin flip went the other way. Elizabeth is dead. She's murdered. And Dalton decides he has to get out of Jasper. So him and Sam Elliott hop in a car and drive straight to the coast. It's a movie about Wade not wanting to give up his old life as he continues to drink and beat up hippies at the beach. But, but Dalton is changing. He's becoming enlightened, stronger, letting go of his anger in the waves. And Dalton transforms from Miho to Bodhisattva. Love it. Why? Love it. Fire con Dios. Yeah. Very good. Why hey. have a debate on who can beat up who when they're the same person? That's a uh, my SOS was uh, Pollard's. I want to see the formation of the ex-presidents, and I want to see them go from like college surfers, and they like start like uh, getting into college? little things, you know, and, or, or college dropout surfers, whatever. They that meet at the likely. beach, they form their like crew, and I want to see the inner workings of like where they each come from, how they know each other, how one by one they came together, and I want to know how they first, like what what got them into the first bank. Nobody's got a Pappas origin story that they I want? do. I would love to see a Angelo Pappas origin there story. There we go. I've been waiting for it. All Pappas pause. and Bodie would be the most interesting origin stories. See where those guys came from. Pappas, yeah. seeing him come back from Vietnam, join the FBI, and like him running the streets in the 80s and doing bank robbery, whatever he was doing at that time. 
be fascinating. I want to see him interact with another partner. Yeah. See how that dynamic went. Like maybe he was the young, like, like a Danny Glover type partner or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, earlier uh, that he was running the streets with. Maybe they had a falling out, something like that. His maybe. nineteen kills are just as a cop. You go back to Vietnam. Yeah, he's got fifty. <laughs> just <laughs> it's a bloodbath. Is <laughs> that for a man who's been you know around so much violence, both in war and as an FBI agent? He's super mellow. He's goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's chill. He's playful. Yeah. Loves his Sunday funnies. He's having a good time. Yeah, he can yeah. enjoy the, the small funnies. things in life. Or the, the medium things. Subs. The yeah. meatball subs. Let's move on to genre swap. Brandon, what do you got? All right, this is a little bit different for me, but I'm going to go with a supernatural thriller. What? Uh, <laughs> so the plot Insane. is the same. The plot is the same. Have you guys ever read the Goosebumps book, The Haunted Mask? Of course. Yes. yes. Okay. So Just the idea is the plot is exactly the same, except the masks that the ex-presidents get are haunted. Whoa. And it gets harder for them to take off, and they start adapt- adopting the personalities right. of the presidents that they've been that's wearing. A great, that's a great Twilight Zone. Exactly. Yeah. So you've got uh, Bodhi, who's wearing Reagan's mask and starts talking about trickle-down economics, and he's really <laughs> getting to that. You've got, the guy, you've got the guy wearing Richard Nixon's mask, who starts getting super paranoid. Starts he starts racing tape. Tapes are, yeah, tape yeah. recording, recording everybody around that. him. Exactly. Johnson and Nixon Great. keep trying to send guys to Vietnam for no reason. <laughs> uh, mine is is taking a page straight out of Brandon's book. Yes. And it's a horror. And it's a ghost story. Yes. And uh, Bodhi and his crew are like these spirits of the ocean that come and Davey take... Jones is locker. <laughs> I think... I think it plays well with already his like weird kind of philosophy, yeah. and so they're like these spirits weird? of the ocean, the souls of like innocent beach dwellers, sacrificial ritual to the water gods, and Keanu Reeves has to battle in the spiritual realm, yes. kind of like Constantine, powers of the water, evil spirits. I love and it. And so the crew that he's after Ooh, is he's like these like weird like demon yeah. water spirits oh my God, that are I from the it. waves. We're going to have fun chopping that one up. That one's beautiful. <laughs> I am in. You were going to sound like a maniac at the end of that. <laughs> Constantine spirits. Keanu. Water gods. <laughs> um, so my genre swap is make it a western. Uh, Bodhi is a classic cowboy horse whisperer type who can break any horse, uh, who goes and spends a ton of time with the Native Americans. He totally adopts their live off the land, waste nothing. Dances with wolves kind of thing. Yeah, all their mantras. uh, And he starts robbing towns. He goes uh, town to town, robbing banks. He stops at one bank uh, where Johnny Utah's, you know, just a regular uh, deputy. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bodie kills the sheriff in the town. And then Johnny becomes the sheriff and has to basically go and like infiltrate the Native Americans, that lifestyle. He becomes accustomed to it. And he has to decide at the end of the movie do I take down Bodie or do I, you know, uh, protect the town? Do I live off the Native Americans' lifestyle? You know, it's, it's the same like, oh, yeah. philosophical. Yeah, like, trying to, like, where do I fit in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just going. Mike, we're putting in your suggestion. Uh, hopefully, this is a simpler format for you um let's start with the blu-ray price how much would you pay this is the only way you could ever watch this movie again was to own the blu-ray um if this is the only way i can ever see it again i'm gonna pay 0.0046 bitcoin for my blu-ray whoa like that i mean that's I, okay i thought yeah. you would have done a little, it's a bit little low well a little low. i love this movie and i've always loved this movie i do not have the nostalgia connection that i know some of you do 
and uh, I want this on the shelf. I paid more for Roadhouse, probably, or I should have. But um, yeah, this is a great film. I want it for zero point zero zero four six Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. No, that's. I pretty much did the exact same thing. I'm I'm going three hundred twenty two Chinese yuan. Um, again, okay. it's like I I, yeah. right. I love it's a good the price. Just, just like yeah. No, I yeah. mean I I I love the movie. I'm not the type of person that needs like a bunch of action movies sitting in my collection, but like I will return to this movie over and over again. Right. Like I'm I'm always gonna want to watch it if somebody suggests Point Break for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I want just a little bit more than you guys. I love this movie. Um. So I wasn't quite going up to like you know thousands of pounds, but uh, I just doing like a solid forty nine pounds. Um. I thought that was about a fair price. That gives me enough where. I feel like I'm paying a good amount for it, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still getting... Keeping it on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. keeping yeah, yeah. it on the shelf, but I'm also not going, like, way up in the air like we're going to hear some of these other guys are. Um, so I could not go down on my price. Originally, I was all mixed up thinking about what I would pay, but then it became crystal clear, and I uh, landed on 20,758 rubles. Whoa! <laughs> That's a lot. This is a top... 10 film for me and yeah if i only have twenty one thousand ruples i'm spending them on point break <laughs> yeah yeah for, yeah, sure. yeah for sure it'd be a beautiful disaster if it did make it in the top five yeah <laughs> no this this movie is one of my like kyle top 10 um probably could be in the top five if i really you know put some a lot of thought into narrowing that down uh, i absolutely want to watch this movie again um so i'd pay thirty five thousand eight hundred and sixty nine rupees uh, to own this Blu-ray. I know that's a lot. You say rubles or rupees? Rupees. Oh, okay. That's a lot. That's know, more than me. Yeah, I know it's a lot, um, but it'd be worth it. If that's the only way I could ever watch it again, right, it would be right. worth it. Yeah, and I would be comfortable paying right now you're 35,869 rupees. <laughs> right now you're wearing a t-shirt with a quote from the movie on it. So like, I guess that's sense. a pretty standard yeah, price. I mean, for yeah. you. Uh, let's move on to, would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Joel, what do you got for McSullivan? So I, I think this works as a McSullivan vehicle only if he is like a behind the scenes boss of Bodhi and he's telling Bodhi like what to do and he's pulling all the strings. And then at the end we find out when they're like going to Bell's Beach that uh, McSullivan is also like an undercover FBI agent. And so uh, when Bodhi like goes out to go onto the wave, McSullivan like goes out too and he catches up to him and like strangles him in the water and then we see Bodie ride the or sorry McSullivan ride the big wave mm. and then he also like rides it perfectly and brings Bodie back to shore For or it's second. like where am I gonna go there's rocks <laughs> on both sides and then McSullivan just catches a wave out of there it's like fuck you let him go for, Utah for a second I thought you were gonna say McSullivan is riding Bodie's body like on the wave like he's surfing on top of Bodie <laughs> But holding his head up so you can breathe. I think McSullivan plays the Angelo Pappas role um, to the point of like getting shit from John C. Riley. Um, he's cool with it because he has one foot out the door mm. and he's already caught these bank robbers. He's already caught Bodie. But instead of turning them in, he's shaking them down. And he's getting ten to twenty percent of their of their haul Sweet. every time. Sweet. Uh, they put Utah with him. He does not want that because he's like, look, I got a sweet thing going. I just need to get enough money for retirement. So he's going to help Utah learn this and bring him along and find out if either he's going to be in on this or he can pin something against him, like the bank robbery going bad. Mm -hmm. 
Um, that's his plan. Yeah. He's also the War Child crew knows about McSullivan knowing about this because he tried to shake them down. So he goes along with the raid knowing it's not them because he's like, all right, we're going to take these guys out. It's a lot of deep undercover kind of shit. He's taking a lot of double He's got his hand in every pot. Yeah, across the PCH. He doesn't need Utah to surf because McSullivan could learn how to surf. He knows how to surf. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't be an issue. Oh, yeah. Um, So he's he's testing Utah to see if he's going to be a guy that lines up with them or he's going to have to peg some things on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the movie, Pops is just catching a small wave and he's (laughs) shit. And it's just like, God damn it, McSullivan. I thought surfing would be easier. It just ends with that, like, boom. <laughs> the last scene is McSullivan playing saxophone in Australia. Come to my window. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. If you want to send us suggestions for movies, uh, you can do that at fiveguysflickingaround at gmail.com. You can also follow us at fiveguysflickingaround on Instagram.com. <laughs> <laughs> sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And uh, we will get to Knockaround, guys, so stay tuned. Look what I have created. I have made fire. I have made fire. I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not ashamed Keep no more. the talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. Bullets. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yeah, yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust him out? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly-ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. He's just got an obscene amount of sunscreen on his cock. There's a lot of sexual things they probably could have done. Sending out an SOS. Sending out an SOS. Sending out an SOS. Message in a bottle. Sending out an SOS. Utah, give me a tube. <laughs> <laughs> Seize the boobies. That complicated. Boom. They're there for the summer, and then boom. And her boyish <laughs> <laughs> Her jorts. <laughs> That's a butthole. Somebody, so many balls in my mouth right now. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs>